Yo, what's up, fam? This is. What's <laughs> <laughs> your fault, bro? <laughs> it's you, you were laughing. I had to look away, and then. <laughs> it's okay. This is. It was the quiver in the voice. The, the fam. <laughs> he says. <laughs> This is going to be so I agree. Great. It was the quiver. Oh, man. All right, we're good. We're good. Rick, you don't have to keep doing this to us. Set it up. Count it up. Kept that grind. I leveled up. They can't do what I ever done. Carry that light. Edison. Copy and paste. Don't edit, bruh. I'm going to address all the elephants. What you thought is said and done. We be up, up, up. All right, what's up, fam? Uh, this is Scott Smith, and welcome to Time is Ripe podcast, episode one, the beginning of the future we're going back in time maybe jared has one of those sound effects something like that and we're going to be talking today on episode one about a very important event in the history of ripe february 5th 2022 it was a saturday we did a thing called good soil sir and it was a blast and so to uh, break down this event, talk through some different aspects of it, and share some of the tw- testimony, testimonies of what happened the night of Good Soil, I have a couple of beautiful people here with me, and I'm so excited to introduce them to you. Uh, over here, we got Mr. Esteban Dieves. Hey, everybody. That's all we get is a hey, everybody. <laughs> um, Esti, give a, give a little bit of context of who you are and your involvement and right. Sure. My name is Esteban. Uh, I've been involved in Wright for a little over a year and a half at this point. Uh, came over to the Philly area from Harrisburg. Um, I was working at a church over there, and now I'm working at a church over here. Um, met the Wright people through a friend uh, named Isaac. Uh, me and my wife met, I forget who it was, Emily Liv, Mike, at a worship thing that we were all playing at. And... Uh, yeah, from there, the rest is history. Been hanging out with these guys for, yeah, like I said, like over a year and a half at this point. So It's love. It's love. It's good to have Esteban Nieves on the podcast. We also got another person that is, we're so excited that she's on this podcast with us because we're actually shooting this in her house, in Absolutely. her basement. Absolutely. Um, right here, uh, I'm not going to give out her address, but it's somewhere <laughs> in Lawncrest. <laughs> and we are in North Philadelphia. And uh, her name is Brooke. What's up, Brooke? How you doing? Hello. Woot woot. Uh, my name is Brooke. My good friends call me Brookle, so feel free. <laughs> and um, I am a part of the Rev community because I originally was just showing up to all the events that they put on um, because I was just drawn to the beauty of them and because um, I love to see people have a space to express um, their artistic gifts and talents. And I also was craving spaces to have that space. Um, and so, yeah, when I found them, I was just drawn to it. And now, uh, I don't know, a bunch of people from Riper in my house and we're filming a podcast in the basement. That's great. <clears throat> Fantastic. Here we are. Yeah, we just kind of snuck Brooke in here last minute. <laughs> like literally 12 <laughs> minutes ago, we we're like, Brooke, that story you just shared, can you please be on the podcast? <laughs> Um, but we're excited to hear from Brooke a little bit later on. And finally, the fourth and final person on today's episode that surrounds uh, the good soil story is none other than Eren Nazario, a.k.a. Abel. Yes, sir. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Baggins is in the building. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Um, hello, everybody. My name is Aaron, a.k.a. Abel. Um, I am an artist, 
that's been a part of Ripe since its inception. What was that, like 2018 or 2017, around there? It's been a, a good amount of years, um, and the community has grown exponentially. And uh, I'm just so blessed. So, you know, we just had an amazing night tonight, actually, and uh, just showed me the true benefit of having community. Um, so Thanks. I'm just so blessed to be a part of this community. And, yeah, I'm excited to share um, some of what God has already done in this podcast today. So, yeah. Thank you guys all for being here. Um, so I'm going to frame what Good Soil was, the event itself. As I said, this was February 5th, 2022. It was a Saturday night. And the location was Christ Community Church in West Philly. Um, I think it's on Chestnut Street, I believe. It's like right there in West Philly, kind of University City-esque, um, right on the line there. A beautiful church. And we might even get a little bit into the, like how it all came to pass later on um, as we share more of the story of it. Um, but this was a significant event for us and the place we wanted to start this entire podcast um, because this was our first ever all-ripe event. Um, so a lot of people probably know this by now. If you're here on the podcast, you probably know a little bit about Ripe, um, the community. Uh, we're comprised of a lot of different people from a lot of different contexts that do a lot of different creative, artistic, ministry-type stuff. Um, but Good Soil was the first time we said, hey, for a date, let's do something together, all of us. Every artist, the entire worship team, all of our media people, everybody in the same room on the same night, working together for one desired end, um, which was ultimately to honor and glorify Jesus. And so we had on that event, we had Abel, uh, who's in this podcast with us. Uh, we had Rick Harmony. We had Demir. We also had Rashid St. Fleur. We also did a little spotlight of Olivia Weatherby, um, which was amazing. She incredible. did incredible. Yeah, incredible. Um, the Ripe Worship team also led worship for... What was supposed to be 45 minutes, but may have been about 75 minutes, Whoops. if I'm All not. worth it, by the way. It was amazing. All um, worth it. And that was pretty much the, the flow of the night. It was just artists and the worship team. And we had a couple people share different things throughout the course of the night. Um, and then we, we wrapped up just kind of laying down ripe on the altar and saying, God, do whatever you want with this. Make us good soil so that we can bear much fruit. It was a really beautiful experience. And I want to start talking about this by going backwards even further, um, because for you, Aaron, Abel, uh, this was like a culmination point. For everybody else, it might have been a starting point, but for you, it was almost a culmination point. Yep. Um, take us back in time and explain kind of how that's true. Yeah, I remember even at Good Soil just having a moment uh, where I was overwhelmed because I was remembering everything that God had brought us through as a team. You know, So as I mentioned, we started... Like around 2017, 2018, um, a little after that, we kind of had probably about five or six of us, and we felt like we were building some sort of momentum, right? There was three artists at the time, um, and and we just felt like, man, God is doing something. We were getting ready to have our first ever event. It was called Ground Up. Ground Up. Um, and it was like we had these we had these teams that already committed to coming out, um, and it just felt like this is the this is the moment where we're going to you know sprout quote unquote and we're going to become you know something more than just six guys who meet in a in a house every you know tuesday or monday or whatever it was <laughs> you know we were just meeting and praying and believing and creating but we didn't this felt like the moment that we were going to really start doing something 
Yeah, and this was this would have been in uh, August 2019. Wow. August 2019. Yeah. So, yeah. man, I just remember we we had the venue. We were planning. Um, we had people committed. I had family committed to going. I mean, we're not going to get into this, but I even thought about proposing at this event. <laughs> Which we found out later. <laughs> Which we found out wow. later. Was, was a blessing that you did. Would have been a didn't. bad idea, yeah. My wife would have not liked that, so God was looking out for me. <laughs> Key point, your wife now, which yeah. is good. Right, right. So there was a lot like riding on this. It just felt like this was it, and I, and I felt like there was confirmation. Anyway, all that to say, you know, we ended up having to cancel that event because of some things we went through as a team. Mm -hmm. And um, and I remember just feeling really defeated for a lot of reasons, you know, feeling like, man, where do we go from here? Um, and not, not too long after that, COVID struck the world. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that really took away all momentum we felt like we had as a team. Um, I remember right prior to COVID, we had a creatives event that was, you know, Scott was feeling like, man, the whole team is here. This feels like this is something we're really doing together. It just felt like that we had this strong unity and, and we were, again, building momentum. Even after an event we had to cancel, we still felt like, man, God's doing something. And then the pandemic hit and we were unsure if we'd even survive through it. Um, but it's a testament to this community that it's of, of how um, authentic it is uh, that we are still here. And I feel like we are stronger than we've ever been. Uh, we continue to grow. Anyway, Good Soil happened. And at Good Soil, I just remember reflecting on everything, you know, a lot of the things I shared with you guys just now and feeling overwhelmed of God's goodness, that he would that he would do something more significant than we had initially planned. Right? Ground up would have been really dope, but good soil was even better, in my opinion, because of what he added. In, in, into ripe having the ripe worship team there um having some you know we, we've grown so much since that event uh and i just felt like wow i just felt really blessed it felt like redemption it mm. felt like um like restorative right. and there was even um i just this was just brought back to my mind but there was a there was a funeral the night before no that morning same that same that day there was a yeah. funeral right um and it just like you know not to, you know, it was. I just thought it was significant that that someone experienced death, and I feel like in a similar way, like, you know, Ripe went through, you know, a, a death of some sorts, and God was, you know, bringing it back mm -hmm. to life. And I don't know if this is true about a seed. I've heard someone say this. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> but do seeds have to die? I've heard this said as well. You've seed heard it said before. Seed has to a die. seed has to die before it sprouts. Mm -hmm. Okay, I mean, look, if you know science, and if you rock with that, <laughs> all right, don't hit my DMs. I don't know. <laughs> As I'm you not, said, I'm it not, sounds I'm, fake. I'm not trying, to be, fake to, I'm me, not trying yeah. to be fake spiritual here. Anyway, I feel like as a team, we went through a lot of tribulation, yeah. and that moment felt like, you know, us kind of coming back to life as a team, um, doing something together, and it gave us a glimpse of what God wants to do in the future as well, so... Yeah. Um, it was just powerful, and I was really grateful to be a part of it. Yep, that's a fact. Yeah, and I, I think what's really interesting um, is Ground Up was really a, uh, you know, kind of a thing that we were trying to do, like on our strength, and like making a lot of things happen, finding the venue, and like 
pursuing all the equipment and like making everything happen on our end. Whereas good soil was like gifted to us. Like it wasn't something we were trying to do. True. Like we didn't have like a, we should do an all ripe event. Right. We got a phone call from Ernie, Pastor Ernie at Christ Community Church. He's now the senior pastor there. Um, and he was the one that was like, hey, I've seen what Ripe is doing, mm. and I believe in it, mm. and we want to give you our building. Wow. Like, whatever yeah. you want to do with it, just use it, because we think you guys should throw an event here. And that was kind of what it was like, I think we should do, maybe this should be like our first time doing something together. Yep, like, we wouldn't sure. have went and really probably pursued doing it yeah. without generosity leading us in. And that was like very different than Ground Up. You know, yes. Ground Up was kind of something we were trying to conjure up. Yep. It had favor on it for sure. But then when we pulled the plug, you know, I hurt a lot more because it was on us. Yeah. And I think with Good Soil, like... That's a good point. There was a chance Good Soil might have to get canceled because of the funeral. Right. Which would have stunk. But like, we've always been humping handed, I think, more recently about what Ripe is. Yeah. And what it's not. And, and so, you know, the fact that we even got to do it was pretty amazing it was um it really was and yeah i mean Esty, you were a part of the worship team yep, yep and that wasn't just on february 5th but that was like rehearsals leading up yeah, to yeah can yeah. you talk a little bit just about the journey like to good soil for the worship team in particular yeah for sure so um what we did as the worship team was first like when we decided that good soil was happening as a big ripe team um we immediately kind of just started like hitting each other up and uh had a couple times of prayer before Good Soil, um, months before Good Soil, actually. Um, and in those times, we just prayed and, like, asked God to put on our hearts what, what he had for us for that night, right? So after that, we had uh, a couple of rehearsals. But, yeah, the, the first couple of rehearsals were um, more like prayer times. We just went to um, Priscilla and I's church, Manoa, um, and we just kind of hung out worshiped together, prayed together. Um, and I think it was at like the, probably the third rehearsal is when we actually like had a set list and started practicing things. So the first two were just kind of us just kind of vibing and praying and, and um, singing songs spontaneously, which was really dope to, it, it was fun just getting to do that and getting to worship with one another, like growing um, closer together in, in, in worship in Christ. Um, so yeah, then we had like a couple of rehearsals. I think we probably had like three or four rehearsals something like that. Um, and yeah, then, then we came like Friday, I think it was Friday where we did sound check, right? Good soil. And, um, the next, the next day we worshiped and a lot of stuff that came out of <laughs> a lot of stuff that happened at good soil actually came out of like those worship times and those prayer times where like stuff wasn't planned, stuff wasn't rehearsed. But, um, I think because we were so tight with one another, just like in a, in a worship and spiritual sense, um, a lot of things just like flowed out and came out and it was, it was awesome just to be there and experience that. And yeah, we definitely went long. <laughs> yes. So it was powerful though. My bad. People, people were, bad. you know, people were getting nah, rocked. Yeah. Night. I think, I think like part of, part of our process as ripe worship was actually like doing that together. Like, um, worshiping together. And so that's why I think some of that just like naturally came out. Um, so in hindsight, we probably could have planned better for like, yeah. hey, we're definitely going to be spontaneous. Let's cut a couple songs or something like that. But yeah. whatever. It's like okay. the Lord knows what he's doing, okay. right? So. Being on the worship team, like I, we have moments where we don't want to stop. So I, right. I, I yeah. guess it's it easy just to happens. follow. It's like yeah. we're in the flow. Yeah. We don't want to <laughs> stop. <laughs> no, it was beautiful. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think every aspect of that night was so beautiful. Um, I think, you know, one story that I'll share a little bit on his behalf is Demir, you know, came into that event just kind of going through a hard time. And God really used good soil to be a place of encounter for him. And like, man, isn't that so beautiful that God would use the event that some of us are a part of to impact us? And that is so often the case, right? Like you can go as the one trying to minister to others, but God's going to use that space for you just as much. And I definitely sense that with the worship team, like where God was doing things in y'all while you're like obviously being used by him. But it wasn't like a show. Yeah, I don't know if you yeah. sense that too, bro. Yeah, yeah at I all. Did. Yeah, and um, being someone who was in the crowd, I think too there was a definite atmosphere of like they didn't want to stop either. So when you say like we didn't want to stop, we kept going. Me being right there, like I just remember that moment, and everyone around was like engaged and wanting to be there longer, um, and no one was wanting to rush out of that moment at all. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, it was powerful. Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, all the sets were amazing. I just want to take a couple of minutes and shout out a couple of people that absolutely killed it. Um, this is so hard to like put into words, but visually we had the words, good soil hanging from <laughs> trusses so that were like so 16 feet tall. It was ridiculous. <laughs> that my wife painted. And Mallory. My wife Mallory. Shout those. out Mallory. She cut them out and painted them to make sure that they, they worked out. It was like John's are all over our apartment. Like we couldn't walk. We were like hopping over <laughs> these huge letters. Like, they looked great. So. They looked amazing. And the lights like shine through. Um, also want to shout out Michaela Centeno. Yep. Um, was on the ripe com- in the ripe community as part of the ripe team consistently. She moved um, to Lancaster, Harrisburg. Yep. Um, but she like ran the backstage area. And I think every single person that went out on that stage remarked afterwards about how important Michaela was. She was, absolutely. To the feel, the culture, the vibe. Like, her gift of hospitality was so... Like, it actually impacted what happened on stage. Yep. Um, And Darlene was just, like, head over heels about Michaela um, in the way that she led. Yep. And then uh, Amanda and Mariah out in the lobby, like, doing all the right merch and engagement with people. Yep. Um, Just heard so many testimonies about how those two were so impactful. And that's not including anybody even on the yep. stage end of things. Yeah. Um, but just those three people, like serving four people behind the scenes, serving yeah. um, to make things possible. It's important because that's the first people that they see when they walk in. Oh, yeah. It like for sets sure. the tone of like of the entire space. being welcomed and feeling invited. It's yeah. really good. They did a great job with that. Yeah. Another one I wanted to throw out there is Josh, Shafe Daddy. Um, because <laughs> leading up to Good Soil, Shafe was at a rehearsal almost every night. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Because he w- drummed for Ripe Worship yep. and he drummed for you, Demir, yep. and Rick. Yep, he did. So he had like four sets of rehearsals yep. to be Shout doing. Shout out Josh, man. Man. Incredible drummer. Even better guy. Yeah, good So dude. grateful to have him in our community. Yep. Facts. And then the only one, other one I had, I don't know if you guys have any, is Liv. Hmm. I feel like that moment was really significant. Powerful. Like, Liv has that kind of, um, I would say she's also anointed. Just like when she sings, it like, it brings about like this, this for me at least, like this holiness, like this, this yeah. purity, like this like direct to God type of like, you know yes. what I'm saying? You're, you're not just sitting there and like, oh, this is good. Where it's just like, it brings you in deep. Yeah. You know, it's a very powerful, feels like a cry out to the Lord. 
um yeah i'm just i just love when she worships and there's a, i feel like there's a lot of people on our squad i mean even sd's wife priscilla yeah thanks an incredible worshiper as well i mean we're just so grateful to have like you know we looked up one day like why why are there so many incredible people here god what are you trying to do uh, that's part of how ripe started and we've continued to see god add people who are not only gifted but they have good hearts and i think that's what is significant to us like this this must be god because he's bringing around people who want to know him and they are like you know better than average at, at what they do it's a little you know what i mean it's, it's yeah. usually one or the other it's, it's kind of strange to find so many people that um are both so yeah we're just here to find out what this talented. is supposed to be <laughs> yeah no that's facts man that's facts i think um you know one of our hearts for time is ripe for this entire podcast is like we really want to share about the impact that events had and while i think the majority of the impact of good soil was just on us like having the chance to do something together to see if like god is this something you would want us to steward again like doing things in community out of community um together which i think everything we've done really since then has been built off of that yeah. culture right like the canada trip and the yeah, lbi yeah. and yeah. the creation trip the holy smoke trip like yep. there's been so many things that we've done since good soil that like find their birthplace um, yep. but i also think it's important to highlight like the way that god used good soil to impact other people and i think the majority of the time we'll find ourselves sharing that testimony ourselves like oh i talked to this kid and here's what happened or i talked to this woman and here's what god was saying to her but I think today is really cool because we actually have somebody that she feels like good soil, like kind of impacted her in a, a cool kind of way. Um, and she's actually in the room because we're at her house having the family <laughs> night tonight. Yeah. And I was like, Brooke, will you just share that story that you just shared like 10 minutes ago mm -hmm. on the actual podcast? So it's through your voice. And so, Brooke, just tell us a little bit about what was going on with you coming into good soil and like what God revealed to you and do not leave narnia out of it in jesus mighty name <laughs> amen. amen yeah amen. so also before that i do think that you guys would obviously sense that you it impacted you the most because you're gonna sit and talk to each other but i also we a group of us had decided to go to a party late um, so that we could be at good soil and we were gonna leave good soil early and then didn't because it was so good and everyone who got to that party afterwards was just talking about like that was a party worth missing <laughs> because good soil would have been really bad to miss and that it just touched on all of us in different ways. So wow. just because all those people aren't in your day-to-day -day conversation, yeah, don't miss that. But That's yeah, good. so February means winter and um, I'm born and raised in California, the high desert mountains. So I'm already in a bad state of mind <laughs> come winter. Philadelphia, and February. So <laughs> it sucks. That's where the story <laughs> begins. Um, but I, I really had been, just kind of came out um, of uh, what was one of just the hardest years of my life and I think of my family's as well. And it was almost like kind of the aftershocks of what a really hard season is. And almost just trying to go back and process like what was everything that my family just went through, what I just went through and even some of the stuff that was still lingering. And then, yeah, you put a Californian who likes to be in sandals in the dead of winter and you're just struggling. And um, I remember kind of 
like I would say really October to March was this, um, my, my heart posture was really like, Lord, I know that I love you. I know that you're good, but you're going to have to show me how, uh, cause you're not the God that I thought that you were, but I'm willing to believe that you're just bigger, mm. but I really need you to show me something different. And mm. time and time again, he would, but they were not easy lessons and they were taking a lot out of me. And so at this point in that season, you know, I'd been to a couple of, um, ripe events and, would leave encouraged that when I didn't have like the ability to sing, there was a worship team singing for me, but desiring to sing with them. But I would just get kind of choked up on the words or um, wanting, being inspired by, you know, painters or people with like photography gifts. And like, these are things that I've dabbled in before. I would just love to even uh, be a part of it, but I just for some reason couldn't, but it was just kind of clinging to these events as like, this is going to get me through the next little bit, you know? And, but it was hard for me to show up and, and be around new people and not feel like I was the brook that I know that I am, you know, like walking yeah. into a room and be like, I got to introduce myself here, but I don't really feel like I'm me. Mm. And so mm. February 5th was, is that the date? Yeah. yeah. I just was like, I'm going to this event. They've been advertising for it. I'm going to go. And I, I don't care how much I want to turn around. And it had like started like raining, but not like, fun like you grew up in california when it rains you like run out there and you're like yes like <laughs> it's pelting you from the side it scrapes your face kind of yeah. it's ice maybe that was a cold you day know? i remember it, being cold. Cold. it was freezing <laughs> it was really it's cold like that the day. rain did not help <laughs> yeah it, it did was not. <laughs> there's no parking because it's like the city yeah, and i so i park like blocks and blocks away because of course i'm late but i have a skateboard in my car so i'm like great that's gonna get me there faster i'm gonna get to the warmth and it's icy so i like eat crap on the way to the door. Now I'm frustrated. <laughs> now I got to be like the girl that came with the skateboard who just busted her behind on the concrete. Like this is just, <laughs> I remember that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just remember. I remember now when you said skateboard, I was like, I remember seeing you. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I didn't hear that either. Yeah. I did not know that until tonight. I didn't either. <laughs> Yeah, it's so I'm like frustrated and I remember thinking like, should I turn around and go back? And I thought, no, I, I promised. I just had kind of made this commitment to God that no matter when I, f if I felt like going to things or not, I was going to go. And so when I walk right through the door, uh, someone greets me right away. And then, you know, it's Emily that greets me next. And it's like, I'm so glad that you came. And she's, I'm just like, uh -huh, yes, yes, yes. They all need to say this. But in my heart, I know it's genuine, right? And then I talked to Rick and then Aaron talks to me and, and Aaron really paused. And I asked something because I kind of remember I just like wanted the attention off of me for a second. But he really took time to unpack like that um like the name that he uses is able and really that god is able to do like all anything that we hope for and mm -hmm. and more and um i just felt in my heart like that i was just resisting certain things and not because i really wanted to but just because there were things that hadn't worked out yet in my life of like all right but if my little brother is struggling like where does that come in yet or mm. if you know I know that my grandma's mourning the death of her husband and I am too like how does that fit like when am I going to see it in this particular like instance going on in my life yeah. or you know the kids that I work with in Philly it's like time and time again they come with these heartbreaking stories and I'm like god when will I see exactly how you're able mm. and so sometimes I was just like almost like wrestling with him through this whole thing yeah. and then an artist gets up and uh, Rashid and sings about like, hey, don't stop hoping, child. And you're like, oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. Okay, whatever, man. You know? So good. And, so but good it's too. also so good. And I'm sitting there crying, but my heart's resisting, you know? I know and, the feeling. And yes. it was just like time of time and live, of course, it, what they're saying is true. There's just this spirit of uh, just power mm. and of might and of assuredness. Like, mm. 
and a confidence that is not in her own ability, but like, I really believe so on the God that I'm singing about. Mm. And, um, and so by the time that the night had gone through and um, there was even a moment where uh, Joe gave me a camera and said, go take some pictures. And I thought like, uh, this is like a lot of money in my hands. I don't know how Joe. much, but a lot that he just put in my hands, but I kind of went for it and I just started having fun. And I was just like, this Joe. is interesting that I'm getting wrapped up in these people. Mm. Um, and I think that's something that's key about Ripe, no matter what I've done is like, it's, I've been invited in. Mm. Um, and so like kind of this like overarching theme that I've always seen. Um, I like love books and I love Narnia. It's my favorite series. I think that C.S. Lewis is a genius for being able to intertwine like theology with creativity. Yeah. And so the, you know, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, there's this one world, um, and it's in the world, and, the, and then there's the wardrobe, but it's in the side of the world, and then it leads to the magical world, and some kids, you know, Lucy gets in it, and she immediately goes to the other side, and then she brings her siblings along, and they can't get in, you know, at a moment, then they're all able to break through, and it's because, you know, at some point, you believe that there's something on the other side, and I've always, I've started to see through that season that that was kind of this community's place in our in our community in Philly I see ripe as the wardrobe and you know in my life the the side of England or whatever it wasn't really like sin I wasn't away from God but it was a place of like I need to be able to get to that spot of believing again I need to get to that place of just like hey I'm going to surrender it all not not really focus so much if I'm in the mountaintops or if I'm on the valley but just focus that I'm walking with you and I feel like every time it's whether it's a you know musical talent or it's people like rap beat like it doesn't have to be just like worship music it can be songs that they've written it can be photography it can be anything but that space that creativity the beauty that we all long for it's inescapable to really what what used to be a really hard bridge to cross because of our own doubts or my own circumstances that i'm just like there's no way god i can't believe that truth when beauty is added to it it's like it's too much for us to bear like mm. we can't bear the weight of the beauty of it and so our hearts just have to cave to okay, I'm going to just press on to what is beyond this space. Mm. Um, and so my doubts get left behind and on that other side of the wardrobe and I just get to go through. And mm. um, I really so just felt that by the time at that night, everything that I had carried in was one side of the wardrobe. You know, like outside in the winter was <laughs> like <laughs> Philly and it was bad and it was doubts and it was, I don't know how God's going to work this out. And then through that, within the wardrobe was all these people that embraced me, all these people that welcomed me to take their camera around, all these different people that had written songs. And then it, the crux was that worship part at the end. And it was just like, now at this point now, people have kind of walked me up to the right there at the edge of the wardrobe. And it's like, you're going to go backwards, you're going to go to Narnia. Mm. And it was so easy at that point for my heart to just be softened and be like, okay, God, I don't care. I don't care if this is my good season or if it's still my really, really bad season. I just want to be with you. Mm. And I just want to be on the other side where I'm believing and I'm inspired and I'm ready to go mm. back out the door Amen. and go get more people and bring them in and do it all over again. And mm. yeah, it was just, um, it's been an impactful community all around and I'm really, really grateful for it. So, so good. good. Amen. Sheesh. Mm. I know somebody listening could, could receive that and run with it. Because yeah, I can sure. right now too. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 incredible because I think like from our end, right? Like stories like that, testimonies, whether they're that beautifully articulated or not, the story of man, God met me through this event or invited me deeper in, 
that's that's what makes it all worth it, right? Like all the investment, all the planning, all of mm-hmm. the, all right, God, we're doing this. We're stepping out in faith, but Lord, please use it. Don't let this be in vain. Um, you know, it's like a lot of money, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and we're just taking risk and just believing, you know, that somehow God will God will do something. And um, and stories like yours, Brooke, like from that night is just like, man, that was so important for us. Mm-hmm. Like we got your letter, we took it, we sent it to everybody because everybody needed to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because coming out of good soil, we're like, man, <laughs> this was a lot of work, yeah. <laughs> you know. We were tired. <laughs> yeah, we were <laughs> really tired. Yeah. Um, but God did like show Himself strong. That like whether we do good soil as an annual thing or every five years or whatever, like it was worth it. Yes. Like that, Absolutely. February 5th, 2022, yes. mattered <laughs> and was important to do. <laughs> yes. um, and I'll just share, you know, just putting their business out there a little bit, but Pastor Ernie at the end of the event, right? Like the same guy who called us and said, hey, I want to give you my building because I believe in what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm like comes up to me while worship is happening and people are just like laid out in the presence of God, 12, 13 year old kids in the front row crying out to God. And he's just like, how do I write a check? You know, Mm. like who do I make it out to? Mm. And he went up and their church gave a sizable donation to Ripe Creatives that basically covered the majority of our expenses for the night praise like God. all the money wow. that we had invested and I, and the whole time we were doing it like i was like yo this is like a big risk mm. you know and like pretty much all of that came back wow through one person's obedience that night <laughs> and i was just like holy junk like it was to me that was the message right. for me was like you know i provide yeah. like yeah. if you if this was me all along and you're supposed to do good soil mm. do it because I'll yep. provide. He has the resources. Yep. You know? Yeah. Wow. And, I, and I have to hear that message over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do a lot. And every time I'm like, I have no idea how this is going to work. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to exist in 30 days. Yeah. I don't know how Ripe Creatives <laughs> is literally going to be a thing in 90 days after we do this. Right. Um, but he just, he just provides. So that was a really cool testimony for me. It felt like God was like privately. I mean, I shared it with everybody else, but it felt like for a moment it was a private story. Mm. It was like, hey, Scott, I just want to let you know I got you, you know, through uh, Pastor Ernie and Christ Community Church's generosity to support um, right like that. That really meant a lot. Can I mention so, something real yeah. quick? Please, other, I, any other stories? I just remember, whatever. I remember there was a feeling that was very, like, familial. Like, it was almost like a reunion for us, too, because there was so many people that were showing up that I hadn't seen in a while um, that, you know, came out because they support us and they believe in us. Um, so one of the things that I loved about Good Soil, even beyond everything we're talking about, was just how it wasn't a focus on one artist or person. It was like this community just sharing their heart with other people that we love that either have impacted us or, you know, we've met just in life. And it just was such a, it was just a beautiful moment. You know what I mean? It didn't Mm -hmm. feel like a concert or a show. It felt like a gathering of people who love each other and God was just getting glorified. Yep. It was just so beautiful. I just remember even before, I remember like we, we got there early that day and I just walked in feeling so, mm. I just had a, a huge smile on my face, looking at everyone preparing. And I was looking around like, man, I love these people. Like I really love mm-hmm. these people. And I think that 
that's yeah I'm, I'm just so grateful i think that's one of the significant parts things about what ripe is is that we weren't people who saw we were talented and decided to be a community like god brought a community together and so many other people happen to be gifted and talented and our art is often an overflow of our relationships and and us spurring one another on to you know move forward with our gifts to glorify god um so that's a fact yeah i just wanted it was just yeah. such a beautiful day it was really powerful and it is crazy because i don't know if you remember this sd but february 5th like the pandemic came back yeah, in january <laughs> like yeah, I remember christmas that. right everybody was like ah, i'm going to see my yeah. family we all did right <laughs> i'm not i'm not saying other people like if you did this you're a bad person everybody went to go see their family yep. and then covid came back in a storm mm-hmm. to the point where we actually had to do like the january open mic super low-key mm. masked up completely and the question oh, yeah. for good soil was do we cancel all together yes crazy and then if you did good soil you had to spread out like full yeah, six yeah. feet in mass everybody also i got sick in january with COVID. With COVID? That was like, yeah, it was crazy. So you didn't even know if you were going to do it. <laughs> I, yeah, it was it was a weird time. <laughs> because in Philadelphia, like, it was taken with such a high level of scrutiny. Yeah. Good Soil was not going to be widely attended by randos. Mm-hmm. Everybody in there literally knew who we yeah. were. Yes. Before coming to the space. It wasn't like this well-promoted festival that yeah. people went to for the festival. It really is exactly what you're saying. And I think COVID actually had a place, like a hand in that. And it allowed us to have sweeter, deeper moments Mm. with individual Mm. people because we weren't trying to, you know, bring new people in. Right. It was just already family. Yeah. It was special. It was really cool. I even had some coworkers show up, which there was was a couple people who told me they would, but there's two um, women in particular who showed up. her name was Yvonne and um man I'm spacing out on the other name right now if you're listening forgive me um but yeah it was just so cool like to see (laughs) um people support us with more than just like their words like they showed up um he even had some people surprise me um so I don't know man that, that whole day as I reflect was just a blessing even this podcast right now is reminding me how special that day was you know what i mean and yeah that's why we're here yeah do you guys have any other stories that you heard i mean i think i have a shout out just for like all the people that did tech that day like Jarrett helping out and also like aunt g i mean i think those guys yeah i think both those guys just sacrificed so much for ripe and like gotta shout them um, out gotta shout them out because they did a great job that day um also, Sean, what's his last Sean name? Sean Perez. Perez. Yeah. Stars and bars. Man, Creative he like, <laughs> he did so much dope stuff with like graphics and stuff like that, that if he wasn't there, we wouldn't have had. Yeah. Yeah, and it was just like, yep. it was so cool just to have him there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Ryan, Ryan Davis from Christ Community Church. And then my mom was actually impacted. My mom showed up um, and she, I just remember um the worship like seeing her worship you know it was mm-hmm. just powerful and um she just said, she mentioned to me specifically that um she left there with a lot of hope because she felt like you know p- politically speaking our country's been going through a lot of stuff and my mom sure. you know was a little wrapped up in that and she just felt coming out of there with, with hope moving forward you know yeah. like hope that you know god can do something 
even in these times that feel so dark you know and so um that's significant you know what i mean because yeah yeah it was just, it's just significant for my mom to say that so that was wow. another like you know really cool thing that god did that day yeah yeah that reminds me like just the term that we called it good soil and like that story i'm just thinking about like goodness and like goodness would not have been like no covid no worries goodness would not have been like a summer day goodness would not have been you know like all of our preferences and even things that are good desires like me going in with a joyful heart ready to engage (laughs) and be me and be whatever like goodness is and has always been like conformity to the image of jesus and that's almost what good soil like said like you know like well like that's the crowd that we want that's the crowd that jesus drew to himself that night like Mm. those were the soils ready like that's what where i'm gonna be like that's where i'm gonna be Mm. and like your mom's like one of those and like i'm one of those even though Mm. i've been growing in christ a long time it was like right. that was a new a new time for me right um mm-hmm. i just think that's, that's profound because you think profound. good soil is really what we're saying like we are the soil you know what i mean that that that, that god wants to plant seed in mm-hmm. um and and yes yeah, it does seem like there was a crowd or there was a, a gathering of people that day that were hungry and and open to wanting to receive god i mean for for different everyone had their their different reasons but i i remember seeing a lot of people were that were like you know they weren't just putting their hands up because they felt like they had to but they were like engaged like they they were god was doing something in them yeah um so it was beautiful man it was and and the merch the merch kind of went that day (laughs) Yeah, by the grace didn't. of God, yeah. we weren't sure if anyone was going to buy anything, but like, oh, they supported. How many thousands of dollars are we putting out in merch? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who sees these bills, and they I'm like, supported. oh, Lord Jesus, help me. And we had just, that was the first time, we had just got our logo, like. A week, two weeks before Two that, weeks before, it was before. like. So it was. So there even were a lot of, getting merch there, Carrie clutched that for us. Because he was like, yeah, there's no way I can get you this by February 5th. But he's like, but I'm Carrie. <laughs> and I'm gonna figure this out. And I was like, my dude, like that. I'll carry it over myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that man for life. That was good. Pun, but yeah, he really, he did. It was good, Aaron. I'm not thanks, gonna give thanks, you thanks, too much thanks. credit. Um, I just want to say one more thing because I think this could be missed, right? Because if we don't name this, it can be easy to be like, oh, so if you do the event well, and you have great artists and you have a great worship team, God will move. Um, no. It's all about that prayer stuff that Essie was talking about leading up to the event. And I just want to highlight to close out like the prayer time before the event. Oh my gosh, that part was... Um, Because, and that's a credit to my wife, Jarrett, Aunt, Sean. Um, Like we plan things really well. Um, Because thinking about this, we got in there on Friday night and did a full run through, not in order but all everybody rehearsed and sound checked then we tore everything down for the funeral to happen on saturday morning and then we reset up after the funeral which we couldn't get in there until 2 p.m and doors opened at six and we were able to (laughs) set up from two to five and give ourselves a full two to four thirty give ourselves a full hour from four thirty to five thirty to just pray yep and I remember Doc and Sean 
and Ant, because they had done so many events together in other settings where they were just like, man, we would still be setting up the lights right now while we were like completely shut down from having to do anything but pray. Mm. And they were just like, that is so impactful as people who have curated events. Like it's easy to just always be rushing, always be rushing, always be rushing. And we didn't have to even on half of a day you know, with the funeral. And I, that's just a testament to how well the planning was done yeah. and the significant level of like, we can't still be doing sound checks because we need to dedicate this space yep. to the Lord. Yeah, the priority of it. Like if we're it's not so going to dedicate this space to the Lord, then we're not doing this event. Mm-hmm. And I know Joe, who's upstairs right now, I can hear him yelling around. <laughs> uh, he actually talked about coming down here to share the story from his end, but that was the most impactful thing for him was watching a community of people like desperately give a space to the Lord and ask God to touch the people who were going to sit in those chairs. Yep. And that was something like he took back to even his church mm. and his church community like, hey guys, we got to do this. Yeah. Like we need to lean into this kind of intentionality where we're praying over a space before we do ministry mm. in it. That was so good. That, that, was, was, a, that was significant. It, it even prepared all of our hearts for what we were about yeah, to pour out. Cause I just remember so there was true. some powerful. Mo- I remember I remember getting up and sharing about the whole seed thing and the significant. I shared about the significance of ground up to good soil during that time. Yeah. And I was emotional because I was getting hit by like the goodness of God, and but no, you're right, man. That we took time to pray intentionally to walk around to the seats and you know whoever's gonna be in this chair, Lord, like you know bless them and and, yeah. and Im- impact them. And I I think you're right. That that's, that's that so was important. a huge part of why that night. Felt we, the we, way that it did yeah. and had the outcomes it did. Because yeah. we didn't know who was going to show up. We didn't know how many people were going to be yeah. there. Yeah, we just like, whoever is going to show up, Lord, you know, your will be done. And it was mm-hmm. it was beautiful, man. I hope we get to do more in the future. Yeah. I really do. It was good. Well, I'll tell you what we definitely will uh, get to do more of is more episodes of Time is Right. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, this one needs to end. Praise the Lord. Uh, but this is episode one going back in time to talk about good soil. Um, We probably won't name any of the future episodes because we have no idea if we will record them in order, but we'd like to release them as chronologically as we can. So uh, be on the lookout for other episodes. Um, For most of you, you're here because you support and partner with Ripe Creatives. And so we just want to say thank you uh, for supporting us and supporting us in a way that allows us to do things like good soil. Yes. Uh, Good soil does not happen without your generosity Um, and all the other stories that we'll share over the course of this episode of of these episodes on this podcast together is only made possible because of your generosity. If you're one of those people that just wound up here and, you know, found this episode through one of us and you don't partner with Ripe Creatives um, and you'd like to consider doing that, just jump on our website at ripecreatives.com and you can click on the give button and you can partner with us at whatever capacity or level you would like to do that. Um, everything we get just goes into creating experiences and moments like good soil for others. So um, thank you for tuning in, and uh, we appreciate you all. Yep, we do. Uh, and all of you who are here because you support Scott, I just want to be a third party to tell you that Scott is you know, the heartbeat, one of the biggest reasons Ripe is what it is. And um, we just want to publicly honor him. Um, because he is uh, such a servant yeah um, and he is truly impacting you know the city of Philadelphia and um, impacting our community 
Uh, so I just want you guys to know that any investment you're making in him is truly a yeah. blessing to others. Um, so thank you guys for doing that. We love him, and we're grateful that you guys are are supporting him to help make this possible. Sure. That's all I got. Love you, brother. I didn't pay him to say that. But he didn't. He didn't. He actually hates that. He's cringing right now. <laughs> I am. But I that's am. okay. That's why I had to say it. <laughs> and uh, final thank you tonight uh, or this morning or whenever you hear this is Jarrett Topmop Productions. Yeah. Moses. Jarrett the GOAT. <laughs> uh, we Matt. appreciate you. Thank you for making this happen. Uh, this wouldn't be possible without him doing all the audio engineering and recording this whole thing so we appreciate you so much even bringing all the gear to brooke's house yeah Yay. and uh by the way if you want to text us and join our community line the number is 215-273-3540 if you text us the words time is ripe then we will text you every episode when it drops so if you would like to receive that just text 215-273-3540 time is ripe, and we'll send you every episode uh, thank you again. As always, yes, stay right. Set it up, right. kill it up. Kept that grind, I leveled up. They can't do what I ever done. Carry that light, Edison. Copy and paste, don't edit, bruh. I'ma address all the elephants. What you thought, it's said and done. We be up, up, up.